This is Mr. Gleason here with Podcast 2-2. We're talking about pressure today. Keep this one short. So pressure involves applying force, and I've got some examples for you. If we lay a book on the table so that the front cover is pointing up, uh, that book has a weight, and that weight would be distributed over the entire size of that book. So there's your book. And it would be over that entire surface. Let's say it had a length of seven inches and a width of five inches. So we could find the area of that length times width for a total area of 35. Uh, that would probably be cubic inch or squared inches. All right, if we laid that book on its end so that the spine is up, like so, then we only have, say, one inch by seven inches, which gives an area of seven square inches. So we have the same book with the same weight, but we have a different area. Well, looking at our equation, you can see down there, pressure is force divided by area. So let's just do a couple quick examples. Let's say that book weighs uh, 70 newtons, which is way too hard, heavy, but if the weight is 70 newtons and the area was 35 inches squared, and these are not correct units, but if we did that, then we'd have a pressure of a unit of two, whereas if we had the 70 newton book in a seven square inch area, we would have a pressure of 10. So you can see that with the same weight, we change the pressure, but that does not change the weight. Now here's another quick example you can do. If you take a pencil that is sharpened very well on one end, uh, you hold that pencil so that, uh, here's an example of the pencil, make it nice and big for you. You put one hand right here and you put the other hand on the pointy end and you push together you're applying the same force. Newton's third law says that the forces are equal on either side but with the very small area of the point versus the very large area of the eraser end you're going to have much more pressure so you already know that the end with the point is going to hurt. Now here's a question that you guys keep missing and that is standing on a scale. Weight is mass times gravity. It has nothing to do with area. All right. And so if I stand on the scale with two feet and that scale says 150 pounds and I just lift up one foot, that scale will still say 150 pounds. My weight does not change. But if I'm standing on one foot versus two feet, my area would change, which is why your feet would get harder or tired. It's harder to stand for a long time on one foot than two. Same thing for heels. If you look at a tennis shoe, there's a nice little tennis shoe for you. You have all this area down here with which to spread out your force. But if you're standing on a heel, there's a nice little heel for you. You have a very small area with which to spread out that force, which means more pressure. That's why ladies don't like standing in heels so much. All right. Now, our equation, as you see, pressure equals force divided by area, where we have force measured in newtons, as we are used to, and the area is measured in square meters. Square meters um, should be our um, unit of area, which means if you have inches or centimeters, you need to convert to meters first. All right, the unit for pressure is the Pascal. 
which is abbreviated as a unit as capital P little a. Alright, I have a couple examples for you. You have an example here where Brooke is coming home from school and putting her books down on the table. We have a combined weight of 25 newtons and we have an area. Now that isn't the actual area, we just had the length and the width and we're looking for the pressure. Now we know the area is length times width. So pressure is force divided by the area. And we can solve that out. And for those of you who simplify first, you'll find that the area is equal to 0 0.046 meters squared. So when I do calculate this out, I get a total pressure of 540 newton meters squared or 540 pascals. That is my pressure. The other example I have, we have a mass for a coffee mug uh, and an empty coffee mug. We're looking for which one applies the greater pressure. Well, since pressure is force divided by area and force is based on mass, uh, more mass will give us more pressure. All right. Now, um, so I went ahead and already answered A. I didn't even need to do a calculation. You could prove it by doing 60 kilograms times 10 meters per second squared divided by the area. Well, we don't have the area, so we couldn't actually calculate it out. Now, we need to find um, the area for question B. So, we have a pressure, and that decimal point means all those digits are significant. And we have the force, and we're talking about the full mug, which has the mass of 0.60 kilograms, well, now I'm going to have to multiply that times 10 meters per second squared. Remember, people are still messing up. Kilograms is not a force. All right, divide by the area, and that's what we're trying to solve. Well, if I simplify this, I get 1,200 newton per square meter equals 6 newtons divided by the area and do just a little bit of math, a little bit of whatever, and you should get that the area is 0 0.0050 meters squared. Now, I still have to do C, radius, and here's an equation for you. Make sure you have this written down. The radius is equal to the square root of the area divided by pi, okay? And you're going to find out if you plug in the area that we just had and you plug in pi, you're going to get that the area is 0 0.040 meters. I'm sorry, the radius. All right, so there we go. Just real quick for you, uh, bet a nails trick involves force and inertia and pressure. If we're talking about all those little nails, sure, one nail would hurt a lot, but if you multiply that by the thousands of nails that you see in that picture, then you end up with a very, a, a much smaller pressure, one that you can actually Stan, you notice that he's laying on top of and has nails on top of him. That's it.